This is Rosie, and welcome to the podcast, What Does Your Family Look Like? We were introduced to Marcy, a dedicated foster parent, a loving and big-hearted woman whose mission is to make a difference in this world, one child at a time. Let's continue listening to her story unfold, starting with the day her foster child entered her life. So my third call, um, my third call, I was at a work conference, actually. So it was a leadership retreat offsite all day. And we had gone through the, the majority of the day and probably we had about an hour left And I was sitting at a table uh, with some colleagues and my phone rang and I recognized the number of the agency. So I Mm -hmm. picked it up and I remember um, the worker that was assigned to me. She said, hi, Marcy. Um, We have a little girl who um, is four months Mm -hmm. and we think we're going to remove her. And I remember asking her name and she told me her name and she said, would you like to take her? And I said, absolutely. Wow. And I found my my supervisor and I said, hey, I got to go. And it was a Thursday. Um, I said, I got to go. I just got a call. They're going to meet me at my home in about 30 right. minutes. Oh, my gosh. Um, and I looked at her and I said, and I probably won't be here tomorrow, Friday. That's how I remember it was a Thursday. Right. I said, but I will be here on Monday, God willing. Now, I had already done my homework. So with that, I mean, I knew that, you know, when they ask you, well, what are you looking for? I wanted a little girl, preferably, mm-hmm. and I wanted a baby, preferably, mm-hmm. right? I Which that. most people of do. Course, yes, I do. And so I, because I knew that, Rosie, I had already gone around looking at daycares. Oh. I had already identified a daycare provider. I had gone and met with her. She was an in-home daycare provider. And I said, hey, I'm a foster parent, which means I won't know when I get a call. I can't tell you, you know, um, it'll be in a week or a month. I said, and I know typically you can't hold spots. I said, but I'm just letting you know, you know, Mm -hmm. um, I would like you to be the one that would care for this child um, when and if I get um, he or she and, um, you know, I'll give you a call when I get a call. And she held a spot for me. Wow. And so great. when I got the call that Thursday, um, I called her the next morning and I said, hey, you know, I have a little girl. She's four months. Can you still take her? And she said, yes. So I was able to return to work on Monday. Wow. And that was important to me. So it was important to me that um, I didn't feel like fostering a child would kind of change what my life looked like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. in terms of kind of being able to still work, you know, every day. I wanted it to kind of you know, just mesh. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that I had already identified someone and that I knew that I could, you know, the next day say, here, can we come over for an hour so we can kind of both get acclimated to what this will look like? And right. she allowed that. I felt comfortable that Monday dropping her off. Wow. And um, I think for like the first week or two weeks, I kind of worked um Just a few hours. I didn't leave her there the entire time because not only did she not know the new um, care provider, she didn't really know me. Right. And so I wanted to kind of build that. Um, And so, you know, because my organization was not legally required to give me time off. I kind of wanted to make it work. So I did a few hours and then I would pick her up and then have the majority of the day to kind of, you know, have her get to know me. Um, And so that was, that was seven years ago. 
um, eight years ago, actually. And um, she is she is now my daughter. Oh, my gosh. That's yes. so great. And we will get to that yes, later we will. on. Yes. You do do your due diligence. Yes. I can tell you're yes. a very organized person. <laughs> I try to be. To be. You know, you hit the ground running. Yes. Really. With yes. That. yes. And having a four-month old mm-hmm. is so much different than having a three-year-old who's already had an experience with another Absolutely. family and has to get used to you. Absolutely. Not that at four months they don't imprint, but there is it's a difference. so much easier. Absolutely. I would think. It, is. it is. Yeah. It, it really is. Um, I currently have a three-year-old. Um, I've added a three-year-old to our home and very different. Um, you know, this three-year-old in particular has acclimated very well. Um, and That's I great. think it's because she's kind of used to, um, you know, different people. So she didn't have a problem, but very different than, you know, eight years ago when my four month old was placed with me. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just different um, for probably all the reasons you would think it would be. different. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> so one of the questions I wanted to ask is, does it matter to the state? Mm-hmm. If you're married or single? Absolutely not. Oh, that's no. great. They only, I don't want to say only, but they care about, you know, your heart, your intention, your, right. why you're doing it. It doesn't matter to them if you are married, if you're single. I am a single parent. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went through the entire process because it was what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, if you are married, the expectation of the state or the agency is that both you and your spouse are um, willing to be licensed and participate in mm-hmm. this. Um, it, there is no situation where you're married and um, you and your spouse are in the same household and only one of you are licensed. So that is an expectation. You both have to be licensed okay. and you both have to be, have gone through, you know, um, the certification. Um, but right. they do not, no, they do not discriminate in any way. Right. That makes sense. And mm-hmm. I take it they do a whole background check. And- they do. Yes. Background check. Um, they actually also do um, a background check of those who you have identified in your family or in your circle of friends who are or would be a backup provider. So part of the process is that they um, understand and know that you have a community um, of help and mm-hmm. support mm-hmm. Um, and that you identify a few people who in the case that for whatever reason, you know, you're driving home one day, God forbid, and something happens and they can't find a placement that you have a backup that they have already um, done a background check on that is already in your file that they can say, hey, can you take this child for a couple of days? Um, Granted, granted, whatever the issue is, you will only be away for a couple of days. Right. Obviously, um, that person is not licensed, so they would remove the child and find another licensed home. But if something happens and you needed a day or what, you know, they wouldn't consider your backup person, um, okay. person that could cover for you. Okay. So let's say you want to go on vacation mm-hmm. and it's for a week. Yes. What happens? So in my case, um, once my child was placed with me, she was my child. And I don't mean that disrespectively um, respectively to her biological parents, mm-hmm. but it was for me, it was she's here. She's mine. I want to 
make sure she's okay. And mm-hmm. so I took her everywhere. There was no, um, so let me back up and answer your question and then I'll explain. Um, as a foster parent, as a resource parent, the, the two words are used interchangeably, mm-hmm. uh, foster and resource. You are allotted what they call respite. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. for a certain amount of time, um, I don't know, maybe 20 days a year, um, and don't quote me on that because I never used it. Right. But about 20 days a year, you can call and say, hey, I just need a break. You don't have to want to go on vacation. You don't have to. It doesn't have to oh, be that you can you're just going. Get respite. You can just get respite. If it is just you need a mental break for the weekend, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you can call and say, hey, can you find someone for next weekend for two days? Because I just need a break. So mm-hmm. you are allowed to do that. Okay. I did not do that. I've never used respite. And again, for me, it was because I felt like she was my child. She was my responsibility. And it wasn't because I never needed it. Trust me, Rosie. (laughs) It was more so that if she were my biological child, Mm -hmm. I would not leave her with a stranger. Right. And that's what I looked at it as. And it, and, you know, they are, they find licensed, licensed homes. So it's not like they're just giving the child to anyone. They're licensed like I am. Right. I just felt like I don't know them. Right. And so for me, it was no, you know, um, when my daughter was placed with me at four months, I think at six months, we flew out of the country. But within that time, I had applied for a passport for her. Wow. With the help of the county um, and made sure she was able to go. And she's been going with me ever since. Oh, that's so cool. Yes. You so took her out of the country. Where, I did. Where did you go? So Canada. Um, only because we, I, I attended high school in Canada. Such an odd. Oh. Yeah. Um, so I attended a, a, a private boarding school in Canada, my sister and I. Okay. Um, and so I'm, I'm back and forth you know, to Canada a lot during the year. My sister still lives there. And so I didn't want to leave my daughter. Um, And so I took her with me. Good for you. Yes. But, but you are, they do provide you with that um, relief if needed. Okay. And they don't hold it against you. They understand. They almost want you to utilize it because they don't want you to get to a point where you're too burnt out to, you know, actually be effective. So they, they encourage you to use it. I just never did. Can you have a babysitter? I don't know if that's you, a stupid you question can. or not. You but. can have a babysitter. So um, they changed. So when I was licensed, Rosie, um, there was a policy in place that you could not leave the children in your home, the foster children in your home um, with anyone overnight without first asking for permission. Okay. Right. And I understood that. But shortly after I was licensed, I would say maybe within the first year, they changed the policy. And they said, it's up to your discretion. As a licensed foster parent, mm-hmm. we feel that you will have that discretion in terms of who you decide or who you think is appropriate to leave your child with. No different than if it was your biological child, it would be right. up to you. So you are allowed to have a babysitter. Um, you're allowed to have, you know, um, you don't even have to, and if your child is young enough to attend a daycare center or need care during the day while you're at work, it does not have to be a formal center. Um, it can be an in-home daycare provider, which is what I utilized. Okay. Um, but it also can be a family member. Okay. Um, they will actually pay a family member. Now they won't pay the same. Uh-huh. as a licensed certified care provider, but they will pay a stipend to a family member that's babysitting your child during the day. Okay. So can we just talk about compensation? Absolutely. I don't need to know what you what, what you get. Uh-huh. 
But so you've got the foster child, you had daycare for her. Yes. So is there a certain amount that they provide for daycare? They do. Okay. That is correct. Okay. So, um, and I will say this, because this is important. Um, it differs for agencies. So because I um, was licensed with the county, I was able to get the maximum support for daycare. Okay. Now, there are several private agencies. The private agencies, if that's where you care to be licensed with, because they they provide more in terms of a monthly stipend. It's okay. almost doubled. And it's because typically with a private agency, their children are identified as therapeutic children or or have they're identified as children with therapeutic needs, I should say. I have a question. Yes. I, I'm I'm a little confused. Mm-hmm. So what's the, if you get licensed, it's not just you it isn't with the state or the government. You can get private license. Yes. I didn't know that. So it's can not exp- private. I absolutely can. Explain that. Yes. Yeah. So it's not a private license. So a license is a license is a license. Right. However, you're, you're licensed specifically for your agency. I live in the county. Okay. I am licensed with the county. Okay. I cannot then go and get a child from the city. I am not licensed with the city. Got it. So that's the difference. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you have county licensing, you have city. So each county has their own licensing. Right. And then there are private agencies that are not, they're, they're not affiliated. They're with, not affiliated with the county or the city. I didn't know that. They are, hey, we're a private agency. And typically the private agencies take care of children who are referred to them by the county or city for other reasons. Okay. So typically... With private agencies, um, they're referred for one or two reasons, either because someone they cannot identify someone in the county that is an appropriate home for the child. And so they have to go outside of their county or the child has been um, diagnosed or or identified as having therapeutic needs. So the child needs to be on medication and that's typically for the older children. Um, And so they refer them out to these private agencies who have licensed parents who part of their certification and part of what they, the, the courses they had to take prior to being licensing licensed um, are specific to how to care for these children. I see. I didn't get that. That I wasn't see. part of my course. Got it. So for that reason, the stipend that they get monthly is almost doubled. Oh. But with that, they do not then get support with daycare. So it's one or the other. Okay. So I had to tell you all of that to say, because I think your initial question was asking about the stipend for daycare. Because I was licensed and I am still licensed with the county, I am also uh, eligible for if I take children that are younger and need daycare, they will provide, they will cover up into a certain amount for daycare. Okay. Yeah. And that's obviously in addition to what you get. That has nothing to do with that is your correct. daily living expenses. That is correct. Okay. That is correct. Okay. Two separate, two separate okay. things. Okay. They typically pay the daycare, not typically, they do pay the daycare directly mm-hmm. and has nothing to do with what stipend they give you monthly for your okay. monthly expenses. Okay. That is correct. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yes. Marcy is a shining example of preparedness. It certainly did help her when she got the call to take in her foster daughter. There's a lesson there for sure. For those of you out there who may be thinking about fostering or know someone who does, this podcast is definitely for you. 
She has imparted so much valuable information. Please like and subscribe. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at WDYFLL, the podcast.